This is a special edition of Conversation with Shelby Green. There's no intro to this. There's nothing going on with this. Like I thought I would have one and I've been working on one, but I decide just to get into this. This is not going to take too much of your time today. Usually my episodes run about 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, but this episode is going to be about 30 minutes to 40 minutes and I'm going to get right down to it. Today is a deep dive on maybe one of the more important seasons in the history of Louisville's men's basketball program. And it's a deep dive of what is to come, possibly, maybe, and what I am hopeful for. Hope for, excuse me. Before I do that, I'm going to take a swig of this Mountain Dew real quick, y'all. I'm a little... Um, I dropped a show this past Tuesday on Halloween. Go check that out. I appreciate your guys' support who have already. And I thought they would come out against Kentucky Westland, and I sat on there and said, Louisville should win this game by 20 to 30 points. They're going to be in a battle, but they'll be all right. And Louisville got beat in their exhibition game. Um, I have been a Kenny Payne supporter, and I still am a Kenny Payne supporter. I've been critical. I was told myself that I would be critical coming into this season, excuse me, and I told myself that I said there was no more free passes. I gave my pass last year because I knew the circumstances. And then I said to myself that this year, I said, this ain't good. I tweeted that we would be lucky to win 12 games. I also tweeted about if they start 3-0 going to Madison Square Garden, they will be. They got to win some games. Um, I love Kenny. I've been a supporter of Kenny Payne. Uh, he's alumni at Louisville, won a national title in 1986. Obviously, I'm wearing my 1986 national championship shirt as I record this. And I've been very, very adamant that I think that he was going to turn this program around. I don't know what's going to happen. I look at this this squad with the five-star recruit, a top-six recruiting class, top-30 transfer class coming in, nine new guys. I, for one, believe that these guys can help turn this program around, the squad they got. Sky Clark is a former five-star recruit. Dennis Evans is a five-star recruit. Curtis Williams is a top 70 to 80 player coming out of high school senior year. Caleb Glenn, same thing. Tyler Johnson, a New York City point guard, the best player in the state of New York City. Plain and simple, Louisville got their ass kicked on the glass by a D2 school. It's embarrassing. This program has hit rock bottom. As I'm fighting off a sneeze right now. <laughs> Excuse me as I fought that sneeze off. Not even actually did it. The program's hit rock bottom. There are some guys, it just effort and playing hard. This team is a lot better than last year's squad. They are younger. They got to gel together. I get that. I think Kenny's a hell of a recruiter. I think he gets he's done a lot of good things. A lot of the players that played for him at Kentucky when he was under he was an assistant coach said that Kenny is Kenny does a lot of player people. I mean, you hear the uh, you hear ex players talk about him, and you're just like the ex players that played for him. Even when guys with the Knicks talk about how he was, they say things about Kenny, and you just sit there and think like, like yeah, like Kenny Payne's gonna do great things here, and then nothing's happened. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think Kenny Payne can either two things happen. One, they're going to start out well. They're going to lose some games. 
during a, their non-conference, they're going to lose a couple games in their non-conference schedule. They're going to go to ACC, ACC play. They're going to win a, some games. They're going to head out. And they're going to make the tournament. Or by January, he'll be gone. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, I'm sick of the media and their bullshit as well. The constant dragging of everything that happens. From day one, the guys like Ty Spaulding, Nick Coffey, they've done nothing but run their mouth and beat this in the barrel. Ever since Ty Spaulding re- reported that um, that Dre Davis and Tay Davis, his brothers, the brothers, were told not to come here. He's been. It's been. It's been a witchcraft hunt. Basically, that's what it is. It, it's been that way. Jeff Lighty's been the only one that has been honest and and honest and truthful. And Rashawn Myers. I'm gonna give Rashawn some love too. He's Rashawn. And I, I apologize. I butchered your name. But those guys have been the most honest of all everybody. You got a guy named um, the the bald headed guy Justin. I can't say his last name. The guy say he has no ill will towards Kenny Perry, nothing else. But the guy literally called him a cancer. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have no ill will towards somebody, but you call him a cancer. Um, and I just have, I have nothing but negative things to say about the media. I just don't. They haven't stopped. Jeff Lighty did a, uh, put a video out that after the loss here and I, the exhibition loss, and said some things that I definitely agree with what he said. I definitely agree with the man said. Um, I've been a Louisville fan since the, the – I remember Louisville seasons vaguely, but the first Louisville season I really remember was obviously the 2005 Final Four. That was the first season I remember. With Ellis Miles, Garcia, Taekwon Dean, Larry O'Ban, you know, there's George, Brandon Jenkins. You know the guys I'm talking about. And actually, my little brother is named Ellis Miles Green. He was named after Ellis Miles. So that's how deep my ties are. I'll tell you how deep my ties with Louisville are. My father was going to name me either Tick or Samaki. Yeah, that's true. And I hear if you are a little fan hearing this, you probably put, the, probably put a little smirk, a little jolt, and you're like, <laughs> he was going to be named Tickter, Ticker Samaki. And I tell you the truth, I kind of wish my dad did. I love the name I got, but I'm just saying that'd be, that'd be pretty cool in my opinion. And I have been very, very, very oh happiness with with the alumni being back in the school, helping out with things, people, you know, a lot of good things. The first thing I turned my optimism for Kenny Payne this offseason that made me say, okay, good, that outside of the support of him, was when Daryl Griff came on It said the things he said about the guys he had in his locker room. Dogs, they, they ballers, they can play. I listen to Griff, and I love Griff. Griff knows what he's talking about. Um... I don't like what his son said about the whole Adidas thing. I think that's a crock of shit. I really think that is. That's a crock of shit, straight up. That I mean, his son said to put a video out, go out there and look. Jeff Lighty, a 35K wide sports. I think he put it out there. It, it's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous and it's stupid. I would. I, Adidas is. I mean, Kansas just won a national championship under Adidas not too long ago. Other programs. I think Baylor's Adidas. And uh, other programs. I mean, that has nothing to do with it. It comes down to coaching, comes down to talent, and comes down to player development. 
oh, Nike gets all the big, the, the great players. No, they fucking don't. My God, shut up. I have literally been begging for something positive to come to Louisville basketball since Patino's bullshit. Let me make this real clear to people, too. And this is going to be me before I get into the deep dive. This is before I get into the deep dive. And in that show with this, I'm going to go on subjects here. And if you don't like the language I'm going to use, please turn this off around your children. I apologize. I should have said that at the beginning of this podcast. You've never listened to it before. But I'm going to be real, real, real honest about things. I'm sick and tired of the fucking negativity from the fan base. I get fans have the right to be pissed off and annoyed. But I'm tired of it. Every fucking day you get on Twitter or X and you see things and you hear just the negativity on every fucking platform you can find. It's always somebody saying negative things, negative this, negative that. Everybody's having issues. And literally, literally, one positive thing happens that the basketball program or something happens. It's always got to go back. Whoa, this and that, this and that. It's like Jesus Christ. Some people have went out and said that we should ever fire Chris Mack. Are you fucking stupid? Really? Are you that stupid to realize what he did to us? The guy, I will believe that COVID screwed Chris Mack. I believe that. But let's be honest. That second year he had when they were preseason top five team in the country and they went number one, everybody wants to bring that out. Everybody wants to bring it out. And there's a couple guys that brought that out, and I actually had to block them on Twitter because I didn't have the energy or the time to argue with them because I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm actually arguing with people right now about this whole thing that suggestion that Louisville should go after Will Wade. And I'm like, you realize we did LSU, the moral values. What does that set in tone for the university? Like, give me a fucking break. But anyway, so literally, I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at things, and everybody's saying this thing about Chris Mack, and I'm like, yeah, Chris Mack did really well his first two years here at Louisville, and got a win against Kentucky during a year when, um, during the year of um, the COVID year, but let's be honest, the only reason why he had any success here at Louisville, have that because Patino had some leftovers here, players. Players. Had some guys here. He didn't recruit Jordan Nora. He didn't include Malik Williams. He didn't recruit Darius Perry. He did not recruit Stephen Enoch. He didn't recruit Dwayne Sutton. Patino did. Do I need to say that again for you to remind it through you guys that don't want to bring up Mac? Mac also hired a guy named, I can't say his last name, but Dino, you know what I'm talking about. And look what happened with that. He also fired Luke Murray. And Luke Murray just won a national championship at UConn. That was a genius fucking idea, Mac. Congrats. Good, great job, Mac. But you want to go back on this. Oh, Mac can out can coach circles around Kenny Payne. Well, that ain't saying much. That's not saying much right now. To be honest, it's not. This whole thing about and then the so Mac does what he does and gets fired. I'll be honest, and here's another thing. I am thankful for Rick Bettino, the years of greatness he brought Louisville. But the last, from 2015 to when he got fired, that all cancels out for me. It really does. Yes, the national championship exists. But from 2016 on, excuse me, I could give a shit less about Rick Bettino. I could. Because he's responsible for a lot of this. He is. He's responsible for a lot of this. 
He is. He is single-handedly. And it falls on Kenny Payne and Chris Mack, but Bettino's the head of this shit. Everybody can put the finger at the board of trustees and this and that, blah, 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 and how they were fit. They were, somebody was out to get Louisville. No. They had to do something. Now, I believe Tom Jerk should not have been fired, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't fire Rick. And Tom Jerk also hired Bob Petrino, who ended up quitting on us too. So I don't have much to say about Bob. I don't have much to say about Tom Jerk. You know what I think about Josh Hurd as an athletic director? I think he's done a great job. And people were actually saying, Josh Hurd don't fire, don't fire Kenny Payne tomorrow after the, that loss there and the exhibition loss. He should be fired as well. But you guys were kissing his ass. The fan base, I'm talking the part of that fan base of Louisville, the fan base, been kissing that ass when he was uh, when he got Jeff Brom, and look what he's done, to Jeff Brom. And I always said that winning solves everything. Maybe what's going on, Brom, would translate over the basketball. And the other night, I get Simon Collins and stretches. It looked like it was clicking. The, also, the scrimmage I was hearing a lot. Of the fans that went to said there's a lot of positive things, but it seems like. Everything that happens, like fans are waiting to see something negative happen because they want Kenny out of there so bad. And it's it's becoming the fact that you can't look, check anything out positive about anything anymore. It's all about negative. And fans have the right to feel the way they feel, but the shit's annoying, I will tell you that. They're fed up and they're pissed off. I'm not giving up on anything. I mean, I'm fed up with a lot of things. But I gotta. I just pray to God that things change. You know, my dad was sitting there, I was talking the other day on the phone. He told me, finally, we, we made a code this morning. When I, and I'm recording us on a Wednesday, by the way. So you're listening to us on Friday morning at 10, 10 a.m., by the way, or more when it comes out. And he said something to me. I'm done talking about it. I'm not getting overhyped about exhibition loss. Yeah, they lost last year. But look, he goes, look, man, they got talent. It comes down to coaching. Can he coach? We're going to find out. And he says, I will let you know at the, th- the first game of the season how I feel about things. I will let you know how I feel. And we're going to go from there. And I trust my dad's my dad's word on that. And I'm excited to sit down and watch with him. You guys want to talk about coaches that should come in. I keep hearing Jay Wright's name. Jay Wright left Villanova after going to a Final Four. He went to what? Three Final Four. Well, no, excuse me. Four Final Fours and won two national championships. Nova. Great coach. Great Hall of Fame coach. Love Jay Wright. I love Jay Wright. And, but I will make this real clear to people. Jay Wright left Villanova for a reason. The way things are done recruiting-wise and shit, I think he was tired of it. I think he just didn't want to deal with it no more. He left to go be a, the broadcaster at CBS. You think he's going to come out of college? And I know the Josh Hurt connection's there. And I think Jay Wright can do some great things at the University but if he was still actively coaching. We just got a guy, and now we got a guy on the sidelines who was coaching out of college basketball with the Knicks. Jay Wright's been out of college basketball, what now, two or three years now? So what's the point of bringing him in? But you want to get a guy, you want to get somebody else in there. Now I will state this. Also, if you're going to go after, if you're going to fire Kenny Payne at the end of the year, or January, whatever it is, you're going to fire him. This is what you can do. Here are some things you can go after and look. And I mean this. Let's take a swig of a Mountain Dew. There are, I was sitting there thinking about some guys that I would love to come coach a little. Number one on my list is Scott Drew from Baylor. That is number one on my list. I would love to have Scott Drew go to Louisville. I think he does a great job. I think he does a lot of good things. I think he recruits hard. He's really good with the transfer portal. I think he would do really well here at the University of Louisville. 
The number two guy on my list is Kelvin Sampson. Now, I know I hear people say, wait a minute. We talk about morals and values with Will Wade. Here's the thing. Sampson was, took a, was banned from the NCAA for five years. I think he's learned his lesson. Look what he's done with Houston. You don't think that style of play, he can come in for a five years, five or six years, come in right away and win with Louisville and get guys to play hard for him? Sampson can do that. Sampson can do that. That would be number two. Number three for me, I see he's a very popular guy, but Jerome Tang for Kansas State would be somebody that I would be interested to see. I think Jerome is a different style of coach. I think he can come in. I think he's he's big on momentum. I think he can do a lot of great things. Those are the three guys that I would say immediately are the right hires for Louisville basketball, I think. I don't want nobody attached to Bettino coming here. That means Mick Cronin of UCLA, even Billy Donovan from the Chicago Bulls. Billy's been out of college basketball how long? It ain't going to happen. I don't want Billy here either. They're not coming here. Those guys and the uh, his, the guy who's coaching for Maryland too, my guy's name escapes me. Those guys aren't coming here. They are loyal assistants to Patino. They ain't coming here. They're not coming to Louisville. And I'd be surprised. So those guys are out the picture. Those three guys are someone, are the people right now I go and get. Or you go find somebody. That's young, hungry, and got some fire to him, whoever is out there, and bring him in and light a little fire in this. I think Kenny Payne's energy and the way he is, he's very low maintenance, very quiet. The staff he's got. He brought in Danny David, uh, Danny Manning. I understand why. David Manning or whatever his name is. I know he brought him in. I get why. Grace Kansas Jayhawk, they're a player of the game at the University of Kansas, and ain't even close he is. He's Mr. Jayhawk, he is. But let's be honest, his coach resume ain't been great. He probably bought him a sideline for player development and everything else. Okay, cool. The other coach, Josh, I can't even pronounce his name right. I don't. I didn't see that hire coming. I don't understand that one all. Nolan Smith I get, recruiter at Duke and everything else. And I think the worst thing that happened with Nolan, and that's another thing, the, the, fan, the media has been on Nolan's ass. I understand the whole thing. He went for an interview. Kenny talked about it. He had his blessing on it. You don't think Bertino gave his assistants blessings to go on visits and interviews for people to be a head coach? You don't think he did it? I mean, anything the staff does wrong, and they do wrong, but the thing they they do that's a good idea, that's that's right by them, it's a fucking problem. Every fucking time it is. That's another thing. You can't even sit there and do it. You, they literally cannot even. They, they could walk on fucking water and that'd be a problem. Got to have some fire. Got to have something. Payne Siva tweeted a couple good things out. And somebody, I uh, forgot who it was, but somebody sat there and said, attitude reflects for leadership, captain, or whatever that's called, or whoever said it like that. And I'll be honest with you guys, I've sat there, sat here for a while, trying to process everything. And people are saying, we might not even lose our three, we might not win our first home opener. They're honoring Coach Crum. They'll get beat. I've heard it all. On it. What the fuck? I didn't get that. Could you try again? I didn't get that either. Goodbye. Sorry, Siri somehow did something stupid. Apologize for that. I have never in a million years thought Louisville would get this bad. This program's hit rock bottom. Matt Jones tweeted something out this area. He goes, it's a shame what's happened to Louisville. They've hit rock bottom. They've hit rock bottom. The job might be too big for Kenny Payne. It might be too big. 
He might not be able to figure this out. They don't have a winning record this year. Kenny Payne will not have a job at Louisville next year. He won't. I am, from now on, I'm just going to sit there and just watch from observe. I, people want to talk about things, they can talk about things. There's a couple of Twitter accounts that I follow that I agree with on things, even though I think they're sometimes they're very dramatic about shit and they get on my fucking nerves. But I just let it be. Plain and simple. For this team to work, they're going to have to be sound defensively. And the talent thing that Kenny Payne talked about, I want to get that out of the way. I get where he was going with. We're not going to be the most talented team. What he's saying is we're not going to beat teams with talent. we got to play hard. That's what he's saying. But the way it came out, it just it just it just it just reeks of bad things. You know you got old Marble Mouths, old Goodman. You know what I'm talking about. Oh Jeff Goodman for the field of '68. You know Chris Mack's best friend. The guy likes to run his mouth. From day one, he has been he has said everything he can about Louisville. Gary Parrish has ran his mouth. It's Louisville. I get it. These guys are never coached a day in their life. They've been insiders for whatever, and what have they done? They want to sit there and tell about what this is what needs to happen. What do you fucking know about coaching? See, this is what I don't understand. There are differences in fans and people making suggestions. When you're telling people what they need to do, you know, Koya Gao had a good off get on a guy the other night that I ended up blocking because of this shit. About how calling people morons, calling people out of their names and talking about their families and shit. Like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's the some of the things these fans will say to people. It is fucking ridiculous. And that, that, that's a shame because everybody on social media thinks they know everything. Look, I don't know everything, but I know enough to know what is right and what's wrong in this world. And I believe some things that people say are just, it's just wrong. The guy ain't a, I don't think Kenny Payne's a, hum, a bad human being. He's family. I think he came in to do, do the job the right way, but I think he's struggling because he, I think he didn't realize how big of a mess it's going to be. He stayed before he knows he's going to turn this program around. And I feel like he knows in his heart he's going to do that somehow, so he's going to figure this out with these guys. But at the same time, the results have got to happen. they got to happen now because the fan base, the fans, the university, in the city has been through hell. Has been through hell. We're tired of being laughed at. We're tired of being made fun of. We're tired of this. We're tired of that. We're tired of this shit. You know, I had a guy that hit my DMs the other day that lit, and I ended up deleting and blocking him, and I don't think he ever... Said that I was a KP simp, and I, he said I'm finally joined the right side of things. Of KP, number one, I'm not a simp from nobody. I support the guy. I'm not part of the KP mafia, the maybe mafia. These fucking guys that say this shit, grow up, grow up. Because half of y'all talk all this bullshit, ain't gonna do a damn thing about it. The KP mafia, the simps. Fuck you. I'm not a simp or a, a, or a part of that. I just respect the guy and gave the guy the benefit of the doubt. That's the difference. And I support him. And like I told you, it might take three years to rebuild this thing from the ground up. It might take three years. And it's looking like year two. There are some progress that it looks like it looked like it, but it ain't worrying it. They might win 12 to 15 games next year. Okay. That's not, that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable at Louisville. A winning record right now would be and getting the NCAA tournament. That would be the acceptable thing. Even though I expect the lead eight and final fours national championships a little bit because being a Louisville fan, that's what I expect. But that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna make this real clear to anybody. If you wanna be that way negative, just don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Because I'm not gonna entertain you. I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna sit there and say anything to you. The recruiting trail's dried up there for this season because we gotta win some games. And I also say this, I think recruits are seeing what this fan base is doing and saying, what the fuck in the media? Why, why would I want to go play for that? 
and deal with that. <laughs> it is what it is. All these guys that are saying these things, like, it's crazy. They want to take pictures with the coach and be like, hey, coach, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. How you doing, coach? Blah, blah, blah. How you doing, coach? Blah, 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 blah. They want me to get on Twitter. Motherfucker can't coach. Motherfucker can't do this. These fucking guys suck. Blah, blah, blah. Fake. The Louisville fan base has lost their mind. They have lost their ever-loving mind. And they've been through a lot. We've been we've been through a lot. I say them. I, I'm part of it, too. And it just bothers me, man. I hate it. I hate what's happened. Louisville used to be some of the most educated fans in the world. Used to know everything. Everything. They, we used to... Oh, my God. And we've been through some shit. The program's rock bottom. It's hit rock bottom. It could be worse than what happened with Indiana 15 years ago. You know, my dad says he goes up and return to an Indiana. You know, Dad, every time you say something, it comes true sometimes. <sighs> now that I've made my th- my assumptions on things and stay of that, I want to talk about the season, talk about the players. The five guys that you need to have on the floor at all times to start for the squad. And this is what I will go with, and this is who I would say. I'm going to go with Sky Clark, who is a starting point guard for the University of Louisville, and I think he is a starting point guard on any team in the country. Sky can play his ass off. The next guy that should be starting next to him in the backcourt is Mike James. I don't care what anybody says. Mike James is a starter for the University of Louisville. Mike James is efficient. He plays hard. He played his ass off the other night in the exhibition and he ended up banging his knee. Hopefully he's going to go game one of the season. The starter wing should be Trey White. Trey White should be starting. Plain and simple. Trey White should be starting. Trey White should be the one of the best one of the top three best players on this squad. It ain't even close. Trey White can. He should be. The power forward spot. JJ Trainer Hunley half. I ain't made mine up yet. Because sometimes these guys show up and they play hard. Sometimes these guys sit there and look like they look. JJ Trainer brings energy and effort with his length, and it's something great to watch. Then there's other times he, he makes a bad mistake and he hangs his head. Huntley Hafford has all the talent in the world, but he moves like he's got concrete in his shoes. So that four spot can go whoever. Play hard for it. Maybe Curtis Williams or Caleb Glenn can play their ass off and get there. The middle is Dennis Evans. Plain and simple. First guy off the bench, in my opinion, should be Curtis Williams or Tyler Johnson. One of those two. I look at Karan Davis and I go, he should play. He should play. And this somehow, some way he should play. Something's got to give with Karan. And then you look at the middle. I mean, for if he's going to play or not, we don't know. I thought, you know, Kenny raved about his energy the other night. He doesn't even play. He didn't play in the game the other night. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. They got to win some games, man. They got to win a lot of games. Because if not, this ain't going to be bad. And here's another thing. The other two guys I keep hearing is Munslin and Oates. Uh, Munson from Arkansas and Oates from Alabama, they ain't coming there either, guys. They ain't. They're building powerhouses down there. Why would they want to come to Louisville? Our expectations have tampered so bad. They're so high, but they've fallen off so bad. Josh Hurd, I know he's watching. I know what he's thinking, and I know what he's doing. And for people out there like me, you say, well, they're watching this. They know what's going to happen. Nah, they, they, shut up. 
And that's playing simple about things. And that's all I'm going to say on this. I'm going to end it like this. We pray to God that Kenny Payne win some games, y'all. Plain and simple. And this whole worldwide West connection, this whole bullshit, blah, 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 the ties of Rock Nation, this da-da-da-da, all this other thing. <sighs> How about we stop focusing on focus on things on the outside and focus what's going to happen on the court and see what we can improve there? Because that shit will fall in line if we start winning some more games. Plain and simple. This is Shelby Green signing off today on Conversation with Shelby Green, but on this episode this Friday. Go cards. Hopefully good things come.